In the holy name of Jesus, amen. How do you know if you are in love? Here's one sign. Love makes you absolutely crazy. When we fall in love, we do the strangest things, and one of the strangest things that we do is listening. I confess to you that every Advent, I'm listening for something else. Honestly, when I come to church in Advent, I miss hearing the stories that are the run-up to the big day. I miss hearing about Zechariah going mute in the temple. I miss hearing of Joseph dreaming his dream and the angel saying, call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. I miss the story of the angel coming to Mary and Mary saying yes, and the story of Mary going to Elizabeth and John the baptizer being so excited that he jumps in Elizabeth's womb. I like these stories because in a tough world, they are gaudate. They are so promising, so happy, and so consoling. But in Advent, the lectionary, those are the stories that you heard read from the lectern each time we come together. Those stories appointed by the church, the lectionary is often just the opposite. We start at Advent, and it's all about signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and the roar of the sea and the waves. It's the story of people fainting with fear and judgment coming on all of us and the cosmos being burned to a crisp. And sometimes those stories just feel like some variation of Syria or Paris or San Bernardino or downtown Chicago. And frankly, it can be depressing. Sometimes the lectionary is too much like watching the news. And have I introduced you to my friend John the Baptizer? Sometimes, like me, John the Baptizer has trouble listening too. Verse 18 in the gospel appointed for this evening. John's disciples reported all these things to him. What things were those? Well, it was the news that Jesus was spending his time preaching and teaching and healing and feeding those who were hungry and reminding us all, especially in the Sermon on the Mount, that he has no enemies. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who hurt you, turn the other cheek. If somebody takes your coat, give them your shirt too. Give to any beggars who beg, lend, and don't expect to be repaid. And be merciful because your Father is merciful. When John the baptizer heard that Jesus was saying that, that this Advent nobody was being burned to a crisp, at least not anytime soon, then tonight John sends his disciples to Jesus to ask him, really, whatever happened to signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and the roar of the sea and the waves and people fainting from fear of judgment. 
Are you the Messiah, or should we wait for somebody else? Maybe like John the Baptizer, and maybe like me, you sometimes have trouble listening to. Maybe you would like a Jesus with a different story or at least a different spin. It's natural, I think. We all want to hear what we want to hear. And to push that a little harder, we all want the Jesus that we want. It's natural. And of course, it is also dangerous. Because the truth is, you and I do not know what is best for us. We just admitted that when we knelt down and we said that we are broken and lost and that we failed God and each other again. And the most dangerous part of this, I suppose, is that when we stop listening, we've actually stopped loving. Stop loving others and especially stopped loving Jesus. And so the cure, I suppose, would be to fall in love all over again. I have a friend who's a very good marriage counselor. When couples come in and say to him, it is over, we have fallen out of love, this is it, we are done, he often gives them homework. He tells them to stop on the way home and buy a notebook. And then every day for the next 30 days, he tells them to do three nice things for their spouse. He tells them to keep track, to write it down in the notebook. It doesn't matter whether the spouse notices or not. Their job is to do three nice things for their spouse every day for a month. He finds that often by day six, she begins to think, well, at least he stopped being a jerk. And then by day 11, she thinks, maybe he's not so bad. By day 17, she begins to remember why she married him. Day 25 is better still. And often by day 30, folks call him to cancel their appointment. They find that they are back in love. Advent is very much like that. Jesus is here again tonight in this Advent doing us good. What Jesus is really doing is asking if you'd be willing to fall in love with him again. The blind and the lame and the lepers and the deaf and the dead and the poor and the baptizer and you and me. We all get better solely because Jesus has come again tonight to do us some good. This is Jesus' take. It doesn't matter who we are or what we've got or what we've done or what we think or what we feel or, frankly, what we don't feel. Jesus just comes back to do what he's always done, blessing and forgiving and consoling and leading and loving each one of us and hoping that again this Advent you might be crazy enough to love him back. Life is really that simple. Jesus loves us. 
and we love him back. Of course, that means that we listen to what he has to say and that we follow him and, frankly, that we change. If you want to go your own way this Advent, Jesus will not force you to be his child. But that does often end up someday with things being burned to a crisp. But if you will let yourself be loved again tonight, if you would be crazy enough to let Jesus take away your sins, don't take them home with you, if you would let Jesus heal you, if you would agree to love yourself as much as Jesus loves you, and if you would let yourself and everybody else in the room have a fresh start, if you're crazy enough to listen to all of that, then you will find by the end of Advent you will find yourself in the middle of a new life that can be wonderfully merciful and fresh and beautiful and kind and safe and everlasting, too. That is the crazy life of Jesus the Messiah. He is not always what we expect, but it turns out he is always what we need. He is not only the Word made flesh, he is also the one who is to come and lead us home. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.